All right, everybody, welcome to Back on Our Bullshit. Staying on our bullshit. I think we're going to be staying on our bullshit, especially this <laughs> week. Uh, we got a special one for you uh, this week. Just a Talking short... about Nazis! Yeah! <laughs> it's yeah. the Nazi yeah. hour. This week, we, we just really wanted to uh, get some stuff off, off our chests. Our chestuses. Chestuses about the racists. So about racists? <laughs> you got to get, the, get off the chestuses like about the racists. Right. And uh, just giving our opinions on some of the things that have been going on in the state of our country so far. No. Like how we've been infiltrated by Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like we have it. We are shield. This country is shield, oh, and we have been infiltrated by Hydra. Oh, man. See how I brought it back to our nerd yeah. shit? That's mm. how we stay on our bullshit. Well, Bam! I guess I'm the as, producer o- now. as always, hail Hydra. <laughs> hail Hydra. Um, let's talk about Portland Nazis real quick. I, I no longer want to talk about Portland Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on that. All right, so there are Portland Nazis and there are Spokane Nazis, just so well, you know. Well, it's not just Portland. It's these, these people came from all over the country to Portland to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's why I don't want to talk about them anymore because the more I read into it, I'm the more I read that fam. their whole thing was that they just wanted publicity for their causes. Oh, totally. And then the group, that the Antifa group that's going against them, like, they're not doing themselves any favors either with the way that they're going about it. Like... It's just this whole jumbled up mess that I just, like, now I don't care anymore because it's just so much. I've been keeping 100 on me uh, and you were like, yo, I want to talk about the Portland Nazi thing. I'm like, okay, but, uh, like, I I just feel saturated with news of people who just, yes. who are just coming out from the rocks that they crawled from yeah. with their, like, I miss racism being quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss, like, I, I, I'm so over these emboldened racists right now, but I understand I also need to be informed of this shit yeah. as well as a person of color. Yeah. So, but, I mean, this thing, first of all, you got this Portland thing, which turned into, like, everybody getting arrested. Antifa, mm-hmm. Nazis, everybody. Then I found out this shit in Spokane where they have a Nazi training um, camp out there where they're literally making plans where they were, um, they got exposed through several articles, but they were like training kid, not kids, but they were just training themselves to exact um, violent acts on on people, yeah. and it's just kind of like for what for just existing. Yeah, like you want to kill black and brown people for living. Yeah, and I just I can't. I and my main reason to re- I can't deal with all this shit anymore is because you. Like it's, they're, what they're trying to do is starting to affect me, mm-hmm. and what they're trying to do is make me feel less than and yeah. unworthy, and that's how I'm starting to feel. I'm mm. starting to feel not less than and worthy, but like I'm starting to feel like, damn, these people hate me just for being. Yeah, and it's and it's starting to make me fear for my own life, which is what they want. Yeah, so and I've I don't actually want been, to be that person. I've actually been going the opposite way. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's why. I didn't hear about the Spokane thing. I'm just not surprised by it. Um, mm. My feelings on a lot of this, because I have a friend that lives Spokane in Portland. Spokane is about two, three hours away from us, by the way, folks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was speaking with a friend of mine who lives in Portland. Um, they're brown. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yo, you know, just be careful. You know, yeah. I know you live near downtown Portland and stuff like that. Like, I don't know what's going on with all of this stuff. I just found out about it because I went on Twitter to look for something else. And Twitter just threw it up there like, hey, just so you know, this is going on. And I was right. like, all right, cool. Um, the reason why I say I've been going the opposite is because an article that I read that it was talking about. This was weeks ago, actually. Um, it, it was the El Paso thing. Mm-hmm. And the Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. and um, the White other boys one just losing their shit. That other one that people. I believe was in Ohio or something like that. That bar shooting. Okay. Um, there were three mass shootings in a matter of like twenty four hours. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so there was an article about it and was talking about um, the 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 death rattle of um white nationalist like thought processes Hmm. and what it was saying is that the their feelings on how this is going on right now is because these nazi thoughts and fascist like these people basically they feel marginalized they feel like they're about to die out they 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 know they're dying out yeah so now they're like well we don't want to die out because if we die out who's going to take up our cause even though their cause is wrong and it's oh, unjust and it's stupid. Oh, you meant die out as far as just Nazis. Like, like... Because I thought you meant white people because white people are dying out. Like, well, by I 2050, mean, they'll only be half the population. They will. They will. But that's what I'm saying. That okay. That supremacist, like, culture... Yeah. ...knows that they're losing their foothold okay, on the I world. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. They, so that... Their thought process is mm-hmm. we are dying out. We won't be the dominant race anymore right because then there won't be a dominant race exactly that's where this anger is coming from that's where this spite is coming from yeah it's because of their own fear of no longer being as relevant as they have been exactly they had a head start in the race right and now the rest of the world is catching up year after year demanding that we change the rules of the race or change the course of the race in order for everyone to be on the same yeah but that's been demanded for a long time yeah what's actually happening now is the other races are catching up right because now you got people who are moving into the states legally who are coming into positions of power who are coming into wealth Mm -hmm. and they are changing it they're they are just changing the rules period for their people and all people because mm-hmm. these people are the ones who are also seeing the world for what it is, mm-hmm. you know, and that we all need to grow and we all need to prosper. Mm-hmm. But for these, this subsect of people who just feel like, well, we've been dominant, we've been dominant. Anytime you have someone who's on top mm-hmm. and they fall off, they're always going to scratch and claw on their way down. This right. is them right. scratching and clawing because yeah, now the, this nation won't just be white ran anymore right and the center of the country and i had a not a debate i actually had a discussion with this um um with an older white gentleman who Uh we were talking about you know he was saying like i can't believe that this type of racism is still here because he was saying that he had a friend he went to school ain't nobody who's a person of color is shocked exactly (laughs) and i told him that right Um, but he also was coming from a position of he moved to, I believe he said Tennessee or something, out of high school. Like, he's from Washington. Mm-hmm. But out of high school, he moved over there to go to school. And he had never known racism before because right. he grew up around black people and brown people and mm-hmm. Asian whatever. 
he grew up in a multicultural area, so right. he thought the rest of the world was like that. Mm. So he went to the south and found out it wasn't. His bubble and got bursted. Yeah, yeah, and he got there and he was like, they're using the N-word all the time. And he's like, there were places we weren't allowed to eat because I was there hanging with black people. And they told mm-hmm. us we had to eat in the back of the restaurant. We couldn't be near the window or we couldn't eat there at all. Mm. And all kinds of derogatory things. I was like, yeah, that's how I grew up. That's where I grew up. And he's like, I didn't know that until I went to college. And so yeah. he was saying that he had had a friend visit him from college. And they're in their 50s, I think he said. They're both in their, like, 50s or something. And his friend came to Washington. This was, like, six months ago. Right. And was still, had not changed in the 25 years that they haven't spoke. Because he said he stopped talking to him because of how racist he was. And, you know, how he kept using all these derogatory words and things like that. And um, he said that that guy got divorced. His wife and his kids don't talk to him anymore. And he was like... He reached out to him on Facebook. Hey, man, I haven't seen you in 20, 25 years. I just wanted to catch up and see how you're doing. So he came right. to visit. And he said they were sitting at a restaurant and he was just, you know, F word this, oh, N word this, and all this other stuff and was being loud to right. where other people were like really uncomfortable because he was just saying it conversationally, just talking normal. He wasn't even he like hiding it. And so it's he just said, it's part friend, of his everyday language. Right. And he said that, you know, he looked at him and was like, you know what, dude? Like, I don't see us keeping in contact after this. Like, we gotta you, go to yeah, together yeah. No when more. you go, when you go home, I don't, I don't see us talking again. Right. And he said that the dude was like shocked. He's like, "Where is this coming from?" He's like, "Dude, I don't need someone like you in my life that's gonna right. feel like that. I don't feel like that." Right. Um, and that's the thing. Like, for the South and for the center of like the farm states, basically, mm-hmm. where they don't have a lot of brown. They don't have a lot of. Well, here have a lot too, of like here in Oregon, um, it's not that much diverse. No, like, it's not. It's, it's not about ninety-five percent white. Right. And there's a history of why there's so much Nazi activity in Washington and in Oregon, and mm. it's because those two states started out as ethno states for white people. They mm. were they were built to just house white people, and. Um, laborers and lumberers um, away from the rest of society. That's why, till this day, they're still very white cities. Mm-hmm. Like, it just cracks me up when people, the the people, a handful of girls that we work with talk about how they only date black guys. I'm like, you ain't gonna find none here. So yeah. I don't even know why we have this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um, Washington and Oregon are very, very white on purpose. Yeah. So, and they have a history of being white on purpose. Right. Um, so, there's still that, like, gross residue where you still have, like, skinheads and Nazis and shit. Right. And, and what I'm saying is, um, I don't know if you've driven through, like, Nebraska or Iowa or the Dakotas. <laughs> I have. And I remember the only time on the road that I ever felt uncomfortable on oh no, the road. I have. When I moved from the East Coast to Cali, yeah. I, well, we drove. Okay. All right. So, where did you feel uncomfortable? I'll tell you where I felt uncomfortable. Uh, I can't remember if we were in Oklahoma or Kansas. Mm. I honestly don't know because mm. it all looked the same. We took right. back roads because we wanted a more scenic view. Oh, God. And you we took were, back roads? Well, we were on motorcycles. We, oh, wanted, oh. we didn't want to be on the freeway with more cars okay. because there were eight bikes. Okay. We wanted to be on back roads where we could be safe. Right. Which we were. Right. But there was one town. I want to say it was in Oklahoma. I remember us riding through and there were no cars on the road mm-hmm. and there was no one outside. 
for miles, mm-hmm. but we kept passing houses and stores and restaurants. There should have been civilization around. Mm. People should have been outside doing stuff. There was no one around. They were probably out farming or something. Mm-hmm. It was the middle of the afternoon, probably at like 12 in the afternoon okay. or 11 in the morning or something. They were probably out farming because we were in farm areas. You saw nothing but grain silos and stuff. Right. And there was one part of town we went through where we had to slow down because the speed limit was like 20, 20, mm-hmm. no, 25. And I remember like we were just riding and we were looking around and we were like, we can't talk because we're on motorcycles. But we all looked at each other like, where is everyone? And we saw no one. Mm-hmm. And we were all black, Latino. Oh, God. And there was one white guy in the right. group. He's the one that has so, to talk to the police. <laughs> yeah. But um, but we're not wearing sleeves. So you can see the black and the brown mm-hmm. people riding on motorcycles through your town. And I, I'll never forget it. We got to this one point, And to my left, there was this like house or store or something. And on the corner of it was this old white man who was like bent over like doing something. Mm-hmm. And he was the only person we saw. And I just remember him like standing up, turning around and staring at us as we rode by. Mm-hmm. And we just all felt like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because it didn't look like he was looking at us like, oh, nice bikes. Mm-hmm. It was like, who, who the fuck told you you could come through here? Right. Not you on motorcycles. Right. You people. Right. Who told you people you could come through here? And right. it was just like, like. It's a hard feeling to describe to people, especially to, um, not to people, but to white people. Um, it's a hard feeling to that, that sort of uncomfort where you know why someone doesn't instantly like you or doesn't want you around. Um, but when you just, I I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you're talking about. Got that look. I've seen that look. Yeah. And I talked to this kid. Um, I'd actually talked to that kid before I talked to the gentleman at work it was like the day before or something um he was uh like either black or polynesian or maybe a mixture of the two mm-hmm. really nice guy so fucking nice just mm-hmm. talking to him really well-mannered well-spoken everything mm-hmm. he was telling me about how he had been to north carolina before because he asked where i was from mm-hmm. and he was like i had never felt racism the way I did when I went through that town. He's like, we were on a back town because my friend was on his motorcycle mm-hmm. and he broke down and we went to go pick his bike up and we stopped at a store and he said, we, I walked in the store and he was like, it was like a scene in a movie where the record stops playing. Yeah. He's like, we walked in and there were like two people over here, one person over there and then the cashier and they all stopped and turned and started staring at me. He's like, okay. And he's a big dude too right. he's like six one mm-hmm. buff ass dude tattoos long hair mm-hmm. um and he's like okay maybe they're just looking at me because i stand out whatever right exactly. so he said he was looking around the store and the lady was like can i help you or, you know and he's like oh i'm just looking for something she's like well what are you looking for and he's like oh, i'm just looking for headphones she's like they're right over there and he's like oh okay i'll go grab one she's like can you hurry up and grab them and, and go please and like basically like rushed him out of the store mm. because everyone was just standing there just staring at him and they just did not, he was like I've never felt like that before where people just didn't want me there because of the color of my skin and he was like this just happened like a year or two years ago not and sure. I was like and and that's what I told him I was like there are places of this country that are just like that but my point for bringing that part up is that 
Claire was telling me about how her and one of her friends were over in London or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they were like out hanging out. And, you know, they're both lesbians. So Mm -hmm. I guess they had kissed and this guy was walking by and he spit on the ground in front of them. And they were like, what the fuck is your problem? And he was like... He just starts going off like about no how wrong way. they are and immoral they are. And in London? In London. And he was like basically saying that... Well, that's where those ho- two chicks got beat up on that bus. I know about that. Yeah. Um, these two these two girls who were a couple, they got beat up on a bus by some teenage boys because they were kissing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... So as... In London. As, oh yeah. my God. But what I'm saying is, is as bad as we feel things are here, they're still better than so many other places and that's why i still feel that no matter what we we have a huge moral obligation to continue to fight to make things better mm-hmm. that's why i don't have a a discomfort with how things are right now what i feel is and i told my friend in portland this and i've told other people this i'm glad that this came back up because the last 50 years We've been sweeping all this under the rug like it didn't exist. Like, well, we didn't like have people, the internet to expose right. it. Right, but I'm. But what I'm saying or is cameras on our phones. Yeah. Right, and and what I'm saying is is that we started acting like this stuff was done, like segregation wasn't just like 50 years ago. You know, no, this this all still was just going on. Like you, how you that old uh, argument like 15 years ago about like oh y'all need to get over slavery that was years ago that was years ago People it was like yeah i know but i'm saying like it was a bigger debate back right. then where they were like oh you guys need to get over it. and we're like desegregation was in our lifetime yeah there's still people alive who were not able to drink at water fountains exactly. you know what i'm saying chinese people came to this country and were put into concentration camps mm-hmm. or japanese people i mean you know like these things still happen right. just because we've progressed to a certain extent mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we can ignore the atrocities that have happened. Exactly. And so therefore we can't ignore that there are people who feel this way and unfortunately there may not be a lot that we can do to educate them to the point where they change, but us fighting against them and educating the people behind them hopefully will continue to move us forward in the right direction. Because well, that was I the like, same thing that other people dealt with before our lifetime. You know, right. They dealt with people who were on the side of right and being inclusive with everything, and they had to go against these people. And now the paradigm has shifted. And that's why these people are so upset, because it's not their country anymore. And it never will be. Well, well two things. Well, first off, I feel where we're at right now um, is... Um, you're either with us or against us. And mm-hmm. I like that. I like that we're not... Because I, I, I was sick of the narrative for a really long time that we need to have a talk about racism. We all just need to come together and have a conversation about racism. No. This shit... It's like... It's 2020 almost. Yeah. We're fucking done. We're not having conversations about racism, sexism, homophobia, and xenophobia. We're not doing it anymore. If you express any of those beliefs, you can fuck right off. Right. We're done. Cancel culture has got you. Right. Like, you're over. You lost your job, you lost your car, you lost your dog, and I hope your wife leaves you too. Mm. Like, so I feel like as a society... That's mainly where, especially people of color and women are at right now. It's like, we ain't got time for the bullshit. We don't, I don't want to sit down and educate anybody anymore. It's like I said, it's almost 2020. We're in, we're in, 
like we're in the 21st century. I still shouldn't have to be trying it. And I don't want to have to sit a racist down and try and educate them mm-hmm. on why they're bad. Like they know why. And they know that racism is really just them scapegoating their bullshit problems they don't want to take responsibility right. for into another sect of people. Because it's easier to hate this group over here than acknowledge that maybe that your life didn't turn out the way it is or it's fucked up or things aren't going the way it is because you've been doing things right. that haven't. Um, been in your best interest. Right. So I like where we're at with that. Like I know people hate ca- are are back and forth on cancel culture right now, but it has its merits, mm-hmm. and it, a, a lot of its merits is yo find this racist. Like I love Sean King on Twitter. That fool's like yo I got this video of this racist going ham. Somebody get a name. Yeah. Homie gets a name, blows up, lost his job, lost his house, lost everything. Like we're not playing games anymore. Mm-hmm. Like and we're not trying to educate you anymore. So I like where we're at with that. Um, uh, and like I said, the internet and camera phones have exposed a lot of that and it's also given us access. That being said, what we've done in turn though is take people who say that they're allies and make them prove it. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Like you say that you're a white ally or that you're an LGBTQIA ally, then you need to prove it. You can't just mm-hmm. be showing up to parades. You can't just be black um, hashtag and shit Black Lives Matter. Like no, in these streets with us or um, helping or voting the right way in the interest of like people who are marginalized or just even why don't you run for office and change this shit in this country uh, in this like. Um, city or county or or in this country in general uh i think that's why people like aoc a lot too is because she's just like you know what i'm gonna get in this game and fix things these these people aren't gonna do it but i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna do it for everybody i'm gonna do it for all of new york and i'm gonna do it for this whole fucking country and so i like where we're at with this whole no fuck off with this whole uh with these isms like we're not trying to sit you down and figure out, well, what's wrong, Johnny? Why do you feel that mm-hmm. way? No, we're not trying to educate these people anymore. We're not trying to have conversations anymore. Like, the shit's been going on too long, and we've been making it too easy for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, being like, so we're going to dismiss y'all, cancel y'all, but what we're going to do is grab these people who say they're allies and make them prove it in the best way as possible. And secondly, I just wanted to add something to your point about how these um, people, these white people who are angry about their their loss of place in society or the their diminishing place in society. Uh, I heard something very, uh, very interesting, and I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it's I think it's legit. Um, uh, they were having these two people were having. I watched that YouTube channel, The Grapevine, like I was saying, and it's mm-hmm. about young black intellectuals debating and having conversations. And one of their conversations was about abortion. And someone on the panel, and it's usually like a panel about 10 people our age Mm -hmm. talking about things that affect black people. Um, And someone on the panel was just kind of like, these abortion laws, what they really are, is just to, uh, their their response to the fact that white women aren't having babies as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. And therefore, um, contributing to the population of, or the diminishing population of white people. So what these laws really, all these like crazy abortion laws that want to throw women in jail or, or, you know, said that they are committing manslaughter or getting rid of like abortion clinics or what they're doing is they're trying to force white women to have children. Um, And what they're, because what they're really going to do is they're going to imprison the black women who do um, 
get rid of um, have an abortion. But I'm sorry, I'm mixing my shit up. But basically the whole um, argument that one of the people on the panel made was just like, this law is just to enforce that white women fuck because they stopped. And and the real people that are going to get punished for this are women of color. Hmm. And um, I can see how that's a total conspiracy, but I can also see that shit being true. Yeah. Because it's really just Republican lawmakers doing this shit yeah. and they're old, crusty-ass white men yeah. and a lot of them have ties to groups like um, fascist groups that mm-hmm. they shouldn't have ties to. Because that's who's, well, that's who's paying their bills. So, right. And not two votes. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like I, I heard a shocking number the other day. I know... I knew that young people, millennials, and Generation Z did not vote as often as baby boomers and those before them. But I didn't realize that the number that... Um, was given um, in a news segment I saw was that great. About 30% of people our age vote. 80% of people older than us, they take their asses to every fucking poll. Mm-hmm. We need a, If we want the world to change, we need those fucking numbers. Mm-hmm. We need people to vote. Yeah. And not only do we need people to vote, we need to put in the right people to vote for. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. I should vote more. The reason I don't vote is that I don't like registering to vote because that's how you get jury duty. And I'm being very, very uh, selfish on that. that I'm I need to do that's more. weak, bro. Yeah, it's, that's it's very selfish. Weak, it's, very, it's very selfish, and I need to do a better job, you know, because um, I didn't vote on this last one because I, I, I mean, I knew how it was going to go. The last presidential yeah. or the midterms? Uh, presidential. The midterms, I, I was. My address hadn't been established yet. I wasn't oh, allowed okay. to register because okay. I looked into it and right. I wasn't allowed to register yet. But well, you Washington, know. you can vote for home. All you gotta yeah. do is throw your ballot in the yeah. mailbox. I didn't know that. I was looking for my polling place and I was like, why can't I find my fucking polling place? Yeah. And then that's when it was just like, no, everybody votes from home. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, that. if we had mandatory that. voting and online voting or mail voting only in this whole country. That's why Republicans cheat at elections because mm. they know if we had that shit and why they don't want it, they get wiped the fuck out. Because yeah. here's the good news about um, all this shit. It's a very small part of the population that feels the way mm. the hor- these horrible things, feels the way they do about these uh, about these isms and whatnot. The problem is they're loud and they vote. Right. So their hatred becomes systematic mm-hmm. and affects everyone. So if you want to truly make a fucking difference, if yeah. you want to fix that, then you need to be educated and yep. you need to vote. That's all it is. And, and that's what... Because we're the majority. Yeah. And like, that's... And, left, this country's yeah. actually center left. Right. It's not... Like a lot of... I know everybody um, feels like there's this impression that there's all these right wing... Like, you know, the right mm-hmm. wing has just had this grasp for so long and that there's... More people out there are like um, these fucking um, forever Trumpers or whatever. But the truth is, they're a very, very small group of people. Mm-hmm. But they get what they want. Well, yeah. Or yeah. they elect the people they want. They elect the people they, they want up. and they're very vocal about it. Exactly. And then they kind of breed this complacency amongst uh, people, myself included, that feel like, oh, well, they've already won. And that's where the so, complacency yeah. comes from. You start feeling like, man, they already won. It's like, well, no, they won because you didn't show up. Right. And you and let them think that they already won. Exactly. So you actually let, you thought into existence what they wanted. Exactly. You know, so. And what, 
millennials and Generation Z people, we need to stop doing is just getting mad on the internet. You yeah. can get mad on the internet, but you need to take some action too. Right. And your first point of action should always be voting. Yeah. Always. Always. Well, on uh, that note, yeah, well, <laughs> that was a good way to yeah, end. Yeah, that was definitely a good way to end. Um, so this has been Back on Our Bullshit. Check us out on Instagram, back on underscore our underscore BS. And on Twitter, it will be back on our BS all underscored. Uh, make sure to give us a follow, uh, retweets, whatever you want to do. Send us any topics you want us to talk about. Give us a uh, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely give us a shout out. We, we mainly could, do geek stuff. Yeah, um, we but do. we did a little bit of political stuff today. We did. We did throw some yep. political stuff in there today just to, you know, state our opinions on everything, you know. Speaking um, of political stuff real yeah. quick, at some point we got to talk about years and years. Years and years. Yes, I definitely want to talk about that. We can bring that up on the next episode. I did finish it. You finished it? Yeah, I thought it had a very uh, British ending, but the <laughs> show itself was good. I okay. did enjoy the right, show, we'll but the, the ending was very British. <laughs> 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 All right, we will uh, catch up with you next time. Bye. Take- Bye. Bye.